Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 15 of Coffee with the Queen. I'm Nicole. And I'm Cindy. And today we are hoping to help you find your way to the perfect coffee gift this holiday season. Just as a reminder, we are going to cover a lot today. So if you're interested in learning more about what we cover or interested in recapping anything we've mentioned in today's podcast, please visit our blog, coffeewiththequeen.com, or our podcast site, coffeewiththequeen.podbean.com. We'll have links to everything we cover today on both sites. So it's almost Thanksgiving, and that means it's almost gift-giving time. Yeah. You can't tell. <laughs> yes. Well, it's probably our, both of our favorite time of year. I love giving gifts, especially if I can find a gift that someone's going to be able to both use and love. I also love data. So this is like a little present for me. And for me also. I also love data. Yes. Yeah. Today we're going to be presenting our first ever data-driven holiday gift recommendation podcast. So unlike years past, where we can put recommendations based on our experience, which we are going to bring into account today, we've really constructed this year's gifts and recommendations based on recent post-COVID coffee research, specifically 2020 coffee trend reports published by Mintel, Mineta, and Mileta, North America. So from coffee brewing newbies to budding baristas, we have great data-driven gifts for all of your favorite coffee lovers. So surprise, surprise, at-home coffee consumption is up. And that's been measured by purchases of at-home brewing equipment and specialty coffee. So key trends that have been identified in the three studies, and we'll go into these more in depth as we go in, are an interest in exploring new brewing techniques and increasing coffee knowledge. So that was by at least a third of the population which this. A desire to improve at-home brewing and barista skills and to make new coffee drinks. An apprehension over using communal coffee equipment and the intention to bring personal brewers into the office. So that's really interesting, Nicole, you know, number three, I understood number one and number two, because so many people are working from home, but the third one really caught me off guard. Well, I thought it was interesting. So over 54% of workers who were going into the office expressed concern over using communal equipment and 45 intend to bring their own brewing equipment into the office. At first I was like, oh, but then, you know, I thought about it and I thought about those communal centers and it makes perfect sense to me. So I'm not sure about the offices that you've worked in, but the office that I've worked in, you know, everyone's always touching the different K-cups. They're always, they're touching everything that involves the machine. And hopefully people have masks on, but maybe they don't have masks on. Maybe they don't touch, wash their hands before they touch a machine or a K-cup, especially if you have K-cups. They touch a K-cup on the top of that cup and then they put it back and then you take that cup and you put it in the machine. The machine is going to puncture through that K-cup. Right, right, right. But that means your coffee is going to like, it's actually going to drip through. And I mean, who knows how long germs really stay on things. But I get it. Like, I get it. I'm a little bit of a germaphobe, right. so I get it. Right. I mean, um, even though they say that uh, touch contact is much less to worry about, I totally get it. It just caught me off guard. But then when I thought about it, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I think, I, I mean, it would definitely not have been the first thing that came into my head about office coffee concerns in COVID. Like, it just... But when I read it, it, it didn't make sense. At any rate, it's great then that there are so many, you know, individual options for single cup brews, which I'm sure you're going to get to later. We're going to get to that. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're going to start with our coffee shop converts. And so this is, according to the 2020 Mintel study, primarily individuals in their 20s and 30s who traditionally consume most of their coffee in or at a coffee shop. And so these guys are increasingly brewing coffee at home because they have to. This study found that this, this group of younger people tends to enjoy high quality coffees and they're really seeking a sensory experience, meaning they're looking for a, a real journey every time they take a sip of coffee. So this experience could be in the form of a new taste, a new aromatic experience, a cupping experience, or trying different exotic coffees, or trying a new brew method. This group also tends to lack brand preference and brewing preference, 
which really opens up the market for the gifter. So for these coffee shop converts, we recommend going with ground coffee variety packs or subscriptions or a taste testing box, which really comes down to being a variety pack or a subscription, but first step variety sets. Variety sets are wonderful because they offer an array of quality coffees, ranging from time tested favorites to new exotic beans, and they're often customizable. So most roasters will offer a range of variety packs, so regional, global, roast specific, or something else that I haven't thought of. You know, other roasters like us will allow you to actually tailor a variety pack, or we call them samplers, to your gifties taste preference. So overall, these are just make a great gift for anyone who's new to home brewing or for a coffee lover that really wants a sensory experience when they're drinking their coffee. Yeah, great. Next up, subscriptions. Subscriptions are great for those seeking a sensory experience because they offer variety, but they also highlight the best of what's available in a given month or season, allowing your giftee to really have this great range of exceptional fresh coffees over the course of the subscription period. Yeah, and they also take the worry out of getting your coffee because they're coming to you. True, true. And they remind, you know, the giftee that you thought about them all year long or however long that you right. have a subscription period for. So, yes, the gift so it's that great. giving. Yes. And now if we've confused you after these because they sound pretty much the same to you. We tend to confuse people. Final advice is if you're torn between the variety pack and the subscription, I recommend giving a subscription to someone you know is committed to home brewing. Because over the course of the subscription period, the giftee is likely to receive all the coffees they would receive in a single variety set. However, if your person is new to home gifting, I would recommend a variety pack because it doesn't put the pressure on them to brew the coffee quickly. Typically, coffee that's sealed properly will stay fresh for three to six months, which gives the, the newbie some time to kind of explore their brewing techniques and ease into home brewing without feeling that pressure of a new bag coming you know, at set intervals. Yeah, I would say the variety pack might lead to the form of somebody who then would want a subscription. So next year you get them a subscription. Yes, that's, that's also a great point. So next up, the budding barista. Anyone who's ever gone from working in office to working at home knows how meaningful those extra few minutes in the morning can be. So for many, 46%, according to the 2020 Melita North America study, that's led to a desire to brew better coffee at home. And to help someone brew better coffee at home we recommend getting them a complete brewing kit, a range of different brewers, and so well set to have a great coffee journey. The full brew kit includes typically a grinder, a coffee brewer, and any supplementary equipment that would be needed to brew within a particular method. So for pour over, that might be a gooseneck kettle. For a mocha pot, it's really nothing. But oh, no, you'll or a frother for latte lovers. Yeah, so we'll get into that in a minute too. These complete brew kits make great gifts because you can match the grinder to the brewer. And make right. sure that everything is in sync and people will be able to produce an exceptionally good cup of coffee consistently. For someone who's seeking to better understand coffee and who loves a variety of different brews, so espresso, drip coffee, French press coffee, a range of brewers is a great gift. And I don't think many people often think of this, but well, different brew methods bring out different elements of a coffee's character. And giving a giftee a range of brewers allows them really to explore that full range of a coffee's flavor and to create distinctly different drinks. From a beautifully bright morning pour-over to a rich, deep evening stovetop espresso. So, and if this has piqued your interest at all, curious about going down this path, I would recommend starting with a series of small, low-maintenance, durable, easy-to-clean brewers, such as a mocha pot, a French press, and a pour-over coffee. That really kind of covers your range of coffee texture and flavor. If you are thinking of an espresso machine or a specialty coffee machine, this can also make great gifts, but I would just caution you that be sure that you're 
Gifty really loves espresso and has right. time to maintaining those machines because they tend to break down more often and they just require more general maintenance. No, absolutely. But this is like a great idea to get multiple brewers because I think we're similar in that in the morning, I'll have something that's drip based, a pour over or an automatic drip cup. But then in the mm -hmm. afternoon, I like a French press or an espresso because it's sort of thicker and richer and there's a little less maybe in my cup. But it just perks me up in the afternoon and I so enjoy that thicker taste in the afternoon. So I feel like a range of brewers is a great way to get somebody to become a coffee addict. <laughs> yeah, it's also just a great way for a coffee lover to feel like they're having a different experience every time they have a cup. Because I do. I tend to have I'm almost always a drip coffee person in the morning. I just love that bright, clean smooth taste but then and I am also a chocolate lover so as we get into the afternoon I love dark chocolate and a drip coffee with dark chocolate yeah. can be very good but sometimes if you have something that's very dark it doesn't support it as well as some like a stovetop espresso or a french press which brings has more oils and it has deeper base notes depending on which way you brew I've since working from well I've worked from home for a while but since uh other family members in my household have started working from home. We've taken to having afternoon cappuccinos and <laughs> that, that mocha pot, or I actually have a little espresso maker, but either one, it's like a blessing. Like it's such a treat in the afternoon, especially with like a little piece of chocolate, as he said. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just nice. And you know, these, depending on which machines you get, you can get really affordable machines that are durable and they work incredibly well. The last three years by a lot of, by a lot of brewers this year. Anyway, so moving on. Next up. Okay, so next up, it's for our latte lovers. So if your giftee is anything like us and has a sweet tooth and loves that smooth, velvety latte or cappuccino or anything really that has coffee and warm milk, we recommend getting them basically a latte pack. And it seems that others agree with us. As 33% of Melita study participants expressed a desire to learn how to make specialty coffee drinks at home. Well, our recommendations for your latte lover are specialty gadgets, flavoring syrups, and a recipe book. So specialty gadgets. These include milk frothers, which I think Cindy mentioned before. They have hand-pressed espresso makers. You can get latte art stencils and latte toppers, such as vanilla or chocolate, cinnamons. And all of these make great gifts for someone who loves what I would call a fancy coffee. All of these tools are easy to use, and they are readily available. You can quickly transform a plain coffee with milk into a cafe-quality work of art with little expense and almost no, I don't want to say no effort, but no training. It's easy and it's fun. So additionally, if you are feeling crafty or if you have kids that you want to put to work or entertain with some DIY gift making, you can also make your own personalized latte art stencil. So it could be a Christmas tree. It could be a picture of an animal. It could be, you know, the letter of someone's first name. And Cindy had a great entry on our blog on how to make your own DIY stencils if something that's interesting to you. But they're great. It's wonderful. And it's, it's an easy gift. Yeah. And they're easier than you think they are to make. And there's just a few tricks. And honestly, if you have kids around, they love it. They think it's so much fun. So next up, coffee flavoring syrups. Coffee flavoring syrups are another must-have for at-home latte makers. So these syrups, unlike most syrups that you can find, coffee flavoring syrups are lighter, more concentrated, and they're specifically designed to work with coffee. So you might see other flavoring syrups at the market, but I would be cautious of using them in coffee because they're very likely to overpower the coffee. Coffee is 99% water, so you need a really light, delicate, potent syrup. We recommend looking at Monin or Da Vinci syrups. Both have an impressive range of flavors, and most of them come with sugar-free or gluten-free options. 
Yeah, I don't think Next people step. are as familiar with the Monine, and they're really delicious. Oh, they're yeah, they're they're fantastic. They're a French brand. They're absolutely fantastic. I think they're a little more difficult to find in the United States, but if you can find them, they're great. So finally, a coffee drink recipe book. Um, and yes, these really do exist. In case you think I'm crazy. If your giftee enjoys experimenting with new recipes, consider gifting them a recipe book of coffee drinks or cocktails. So you could purchase a book, or if you have free time, or you can create your own best of collection of recipes posted on various blogs, including our own. There are a lot of great coffee-based drink and food recipes out there. And you'd be amazed because making your own book is so easy. I mean, N Nicole mentioned our blog, but there's so many other recipes, and you can even just look at not necessarily coffee-based recipes and convert them into your own coffee latte recipe. It's easy and it's fun to do. Yeah, and I like I actually personally love those personal gifts that people make. I don't know why, I just think they're adorable. And sometimes take the time to to make something that's really specific to you and your taste. Yeah. So I'm even about to add it in, add it in to yeah. part of a store-bought uh, gift. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So finally, the commuting coffee lover. So as you mentioned. Earlier, and very understandably, a whopping 54% of Mulita study respondents expressed apprehension over using a communal coffee machine, and nearly half, so 45%, expressed the intention to bring their own brewing equipment into the office. So if you need a gift for an office-going germ-phobic coffee lover, we recommend travel brewers and personal single-cup brewers. So a travel brewer is exactly that. It's lightweight, versatile, and requires little to no electricity, and can brew coffee almost anywhere. So from travel French presses to in-car brewers that use a USB port or 12-volt cigarette lighter. Travel brewers are fantastic, thoughtful gifts for anyone who spends a lot of time in their car, long commute to work or back from work, or that takes coffee breaks in their car. And I do know, I think I have been a person. <laughs> when I was in college or before college, I definitely took coffee breaks in my car, and I would have loved to travel brewer. Well, I have to say that I've never tried a travel brewer in the car, but I'd love to. Hint, hint. Hint, hint. <laughs> Anyone listening? Um, <laughs> Cindy wants a travel brewer. Okay, so the, another great option is personal single cup brewers, such as an AeroPress or a single cup cone drip brewer. I had these in my office for years. Um, these are great gifts for someone who sits at their desk and has to go into the office. These manual brewers are easy to clean. They brew directly into your cup. They require little to no storage. And most importantly, they only require hot water to brew a beautifully aromatic, wonderful, smooth cup of drip or pressure coffee. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really talk about uh, K-Cups, but there are single-serve, inexpensive K-Cup machines. I'm not necessarily the biggest fan, but if that's the way you go, you could find one of those also. Yeah, and Bun makes pod... Pod brewers, yeah. A single, the filter pack pod single brewer as well, which are great. I had one of those at my desk for years, too, and people would always... The one caution with that one is if you have a cubicle, be be warned that someone might think you're peeing or something at your desk when they hear it because people would always peek their head behind my desk and I'm like, it's the coffee. It's just relax. Um, yeah. So. And my experience is that it, the bun, the bun is so aromatic when it brews that people would always be like, do you have another cup for me? Yeah. Oh, yes. I ended up having to bring a lot of extra coffee into work, yes. but it was, it was fun. My, my desk became the new coffee office, coffee center. If you're interested in learning more about how we construct our coffee gifts or making your own upcycled coffee gifts using coffee grounds, please visit our DIY coffee gifts episode from November 2019 or visit our blog coffeewithqueen.com. We have lots of great information up there, including numerous recipes and fun, unique ways to upcycle your coffee grounds. 
So now Cindy is going to move on to recipes and she has two great recipes to share that we hope you will enjoy and might want to even consider making for Thanksgiving. Cindy? Yeah, thanks, Nicole. Before I get into my featured recipes, uh, as you highlighted our DIY coffee gift section on the blog, I just want to point it out once again, because if you go to our blog, we have a plethora of do-it-yourself crafts involving co coffee, and they make great gifts, but they add that extra personal touch, as we said earlier, because they come from your own loving hands, and people just love that so much. So from homemade soaps and scrubs to candles and fire starters and actual logs made from coffee and maple syrup that are long burning and smell delicious. So as Nicole said, you can go check out our November 2019 uh, podcast or the blog to learn more about all these wonderful uh, DIY projects that we included last year. And we added some more this year. Speaking of delicious and homemade with love. If crafts aren't your thing, there really is nothing like a home-baked item as a gift for your loved one. So in this time where many of us are isolating, you can actually bake something up, wrap it up, and drop it at their door, and then let them know that it's there for them, so that they can feel that you're with them even if you can't be with them personally. So our blog features many recipes just waiting to be shared with your coffee-loving friends and families. And speaking of which, this month I'm going to feature two of those recipes. First a pumpkin coffee cream cheese swirl bread. Now, most, most of us have had pumpkin bread or at least seen it around. But what makes this recipe special is first, I incorporate espresso powder into the recipe. This deepens the flavor of the bread. And secondly, it has a beautiful and impressive cream cheese swirl in the center. The additional depth added from the espresso powder really complements the tanky cream cheese. And really, the taste is out of this world. The combination will make your palate sing. And I was shocked, but the technique that I used in making this bread was really easy. For those of you who find jelly rolls a little daunting, this technique is super easy. You just use a butter knife and you create the swirl by pressing into the batter. And next, I have a Christmas classic for you, the rum ball. But I reimagined the rum ball by adding coffee. These little balls of delight are also quite easy to make. Featuring pecans and rum and crushed vanilla wafers, they taste sublime. But the real wow factor comes from the appearance. The sticky batter can be rolled in any topping of your choice. Think sprinkles or coconut flakes, chocolate dust, or even crushed nuts. You could even put red and green edible sparkles in the sugar form, you know that edible sugar that you can buy, Nicole, in Reading? Oh, I love those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you can put them on a plate and roll the little rum balls in them, and they become just perfect little Christmas treats. And you can even freeze them so that they will travel nicely if dropping them off for a gift. They're fun to make, and they're truly pleasing to the eyes as well as the taste buds. As always, links to these recipes will be included on the blog and the podcast site. Please share your thoughts and any feedback. I always say it, but we truly love hearing from you. And with that, I will pass the mic back to Nicole. Thanks, Cindy. And yeah, those rum balls look really great. And I'm just going to throw in a little note here. If anybody is planning to make these for the holidays and wants to drop them off, you can purchase cookie boxes pretty cheaply. And I think I bought 12 or $13 on Amazon before that are yeah. adorable that you can store them in. If you want to be more eco-conscious, I guess you could do like a fancy Tupperware all wrapped up. 
So that concludes episode 15 of Coffee with the Queen. Thank you for joining us. And links to everything that we've discussed today are available on our blog, coffeewiththequeen.com, and on our podcast site, coffeewiththequeen.podbean.com. If you like this podcast, please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. If you have any feedback or topics you'd like us to cover, please email us at infowiththequeenbean.com. We'd love to hear them, and we'd love to speak about them. And finally, to learn more about our coffees and our holiday selection, please visit our website, thequeenbean.com. With that, wish you all a wonderful holiday season and a great Thanksgiving. Happy holidays, guys. <laughs>